I love seeing women out here serving in executive roles inside of logistics companies, which is why it was a no-brainer to get the CMO of GLT Logistics, Lena Acosta, on the show. Welcome into another episode of the Digital Dispatch Podcast. I am your host, Blythe Brownlee, covering how your favorite things and people get from point A to point B. In this episode, Lena is breaking down how she helped her company embrace video as a key marketing strategy during COVID that led to not only increased brand awareness, but increased educational focus for her coworkers and raising money for charities. Let's dive in. Costa. She is the CMO over at GLT Logistics. Welcome in, Lena. Hi, Blythe. How are you? Thank you so much it's for so, having me. I'm very I excited to be here. I've been trying to get you on for a while now, New Year. So let, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and, uh, you know, sort of dive on into the discussion. You know, for folks who, who aren't aware, can you, you give us a little bit of background of your career and, and how you came into working in logistics? Sure. Well, everything started when I came here to the United States. I'm originally from Colombia, as you can tell by my accent. <laughs> um, I came here back in 2006 uh, to do an internship, and I did it in a freight forwarding company. Um, after that, uh, like two years later, I co-founded uh, on a broker, a 3PL. Uh, the name uh, was One A Intermodal. It was uh, our former company because a um, few years later on, we merged to another company called Ground Logistics and Transportation. And after that, we became GLT Logistics after that merger. So, yeah, everything started then in 2006. Um, with One A Intermodal, I, was, I started off as... Um, salesperson, operations person, accounting, everything, doing everything by by myself, uh, with my partner at that time. Um, and after that, I moved into the administrative part of the company. And when we merged, we decided to create our marketing team. So. After that was when we I started working in marketing, uh, and I'm loving it. So that's briefly my my journey in logistics. <laughs> well, it's, I, I love that you brought that up because you mentioned how your uh, all your roles within the other company probably give you a fantastic perspective into what is working within marketing and what isn't. So so tell us a little bit about you know your your marketing aspirations. Are, are I see that you guys are doing, you know, tons of videos and and you know creating different content like that. So so tell me was marketing always a passion for you or did you just sort of just find yourself into cuz cuz that's how I I just sort of stumbled into marketing because of other passions. It, it sounds like that is a similar mm-hmm. journey for you too. Yeah, well in my case when I was in in the administrative part of the company, I had the I had the chance to work in like in everything, like in the like in finance, but also doing a little bit of marketing, like uh, e-blast things like that. So then I had the opportunity to see a little bit about marketing, and I really liked it. And what I like about marketing is that it's a mix of art and science, and I have my artistic like part. So that's, I think that's why I love it. Um, and after that, uh, when we decided to create the, the marketing 
department. So I I started to like learning a lot about marketing and everything, and it was kind of challenging at the at the beginning, but it was it, it has been a great journey, and I and I hope to keep working on this field forever. I love it. That's awesome. I mean, you can definitely tell that you have the creative artistic eye just by the background um, in, in your video right now. It looks gorgeous. <laughs> so, no, yeah, some of them of, are my paintings, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're your paintings. Wow. Awesome. I, even better. Um, so, I, I mean, speaking of beautiful things, you're, you're based in Miami, Florida, and, and it's been awesome to watch the growth of the freight and the tech scene in that area, you know, coming for everybody coming yeah. from all over parts of the country in order to move to Miami in order to take advantage of the growing tech scene that's there. What's it been like to watch the evolution of Miami come into its own as being sort of the, you know, a, a tech and freight sort of mecca of the US? That's right. Yeah, well, we I mean, I have been amazed by the growth of Miami. I mean, since after since last year, we have been getting a lot of people in Miami. I moved from an area called Brickell to another area, which is a little bit more quiet because it was packed. So I had to move to another apartment and, and the rents, the, 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 the prices of, of, of the properties and everything are going up and up. But that's a good thing. I mean, I, lo- I love that because it shows that the, uh, the, the economy here is growing, uh, opportunities are growing. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to be part of this city. Actually, I love it. So, so yeah, that's, and, and, and I know that is becoming kind of um, uh, Silicon Valley, which is mm-hmm. actually very good. I, I, yeah. Absolutely. I'm a Florida resident as well. I'm a little bit further north up in Jacksonville. So we're pretty much like South Georgia, but I still take credit for all good things happening in Florida. Yeah. Now, now switching gears a little bit to the, the, the marketing side of things with, with, with your role in you guys have really been ahead of the game, especially when it comes to, to video marketing. You guys started this back in 2017 and with a, an industry that's really sort of historically dated, outdated. It takes people a while, I think, in this industry to adapt newer technology and newer marketing strategies. What were some of the reasons why you all d- decided to get video marketing started up for, for your company? Well, when we started our marketing department, um, I guess we were pretty focused to to be like ahead of the game, as you were saying. Um, we started focusing on different strategies. Uh, one of them was to to be in like on LinkedIn, as you were talking a few minutes ago. Um, and we were forced, or yeah, we we tried to to change the mindset of our company. We, ha- we started a journey to start uh, adapting some of these initiatives inside the company. That was kind of a big challenge uh, for us. Um, but yeah, we, we started to see that we needed to be um, like very like tech, I mean, towards technology in marketing and being um, in, on LinkedIn and these virtual platforms for us to to be able to thrive and actually that was kind I'm thankful we we started working on this uh since 2017 and we started uh creating um uh, 
kind of a mindset inside the company to to um inviting them to be on LinkedIn, um, for us to start uh, getting this content creating about, I mean, with videos and a lot of um, visual stuff that we were able to showcase through social media. Um, because when, when the pandemic started, we were able to switch gears real quick and we, we were able to adapt. And then we, we were able to 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 create our for instance our events that were initially in person we were able to to change those to in person I mean to visual events and we were able and, to create uh, these videos and everything that you are talking about yeah because it, one of your your sessions that that we were um, discussing in the pre-show notes is that you moved you had these um, logistics sessions that you were hosting and then you moved them to virtual and then at the it was due to covid but you ended up ended up being a great thing because you ended up raising money for a charity called Allen which is the American Logistics Aid Network and in their work to provide resources to nonprofit disaster relief organizations helping to solve the most pressing supply chain challenges can you give us a rundown of, of what you're planning, how you're, you're planning to take those virtual events and evolve them for, for maybe 2022? Are you going to keep them virtual? Are you going to maybe do some in person, maybe a, a hybrid approach? Sure, of course. So, um, yeah, as I was telling at that time, we were pretty much uh, into in-person events and we created our logistics program. Uh, logistics sessions program, I'm sorry, back in 2018. And it is wow. actually a uh, award-winning program. We, we, we received the Compass Awards from the TMSA um, so in 2020, actually. So, uh, that, I mean, the, and the purpose of these logistics sessions programs is to provide knowledge and educational content uh, for our community, the industry, to help them thrive in their businesses, in their day-to-day roles. Um, so when we had the pandemic outbreak, we were pretty much ready in like to, we, we did have like the virtual setup for us to, to start doing these events mm-hmm. virtually. Right. And we had the, we had big part of our, of our team already on LinkedIn. Um, we had been working already in our profiles. I mean, in our personal profiles, as you were talking a few minutes ago, we, we started working on our personal profiles for them to become nice. um, like stronger. And then so our company profile could grow as well. So we were able to switch um, to these virtual events really quickly. And we started um, promoting our summit back in the one we had in 2020, the one you were talking about, uh, Logistics Industry United Against COVID-19. Mm. And it was an amazing summit. We were able to bring um, speakers, C-level executives from XPO Logistics, from Estes Express. Uh, I mean, their CEO, Rob Estes, uh, the president of um, XPO, um, P44 drugs up whatnot, and we I, you, and, and it was very special. Um, and, and the purpose of this was to 
to help the community and the Alan, as you were mentioning. And so we were able to bring the, the, like the community and the industry together to work towards um, a common threat, which was the, 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 the COVID. So, so it was amazing. And after that, we, we kept working on these um, virtual events. So we, last year, for instance, we had like uh, five events more or less. I don't remember the exact oh, number, wow, maybe nice. five or six. Yeah, we had one about e-commerce. Um, we had one about customer experience. When we have we had those uh, five events, and now this year we we plan to keep uh, growing and and getting stronger with these logistics sessions program to to keep helping the the community through through associations like the Alan and and, and to keep uh, bringing educational content to to our community and keep inspiring the industry i think we need inspiration um Definitely. and yeah so so growing a community the- well, well, with your logistics sessions that, that that you're hosting, those seem to be more, you know, open to the public. You know, inviting incredible speakers to to come join in on the discussion. Now, what about the the university? Because you guys also have a university program where it's furthering educational content from within your the company. So, do those mm-hmm. two programs are they they kind of the same thing, or do you offer different educational opportunities for the employees within the organization too? Yeah, good question. Well, yeah, um, the GLT University is right now is for our team. I mean, for our team at GLT. Sure. So we have uh, the GLT University, but we are uh, where we train our people. Uh, we 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 even had uh, a classroom and everything. We had different sessions. We had different topics, and it is growing. Um, That's awesome. Like. Yeah, it is actually growing year by year. Um, now we are expanding that to our customers. So we had we already had a, a couple of sessions with customers, and we are planning to keep growing uh, the Guild cool. University. And and of course that and, and that's how I see the future of logistics mm-hmm. sessions to 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 become uh, like a very big uh, program, educational program that uh, that works with with GLT University for a, I love that for a big it, audience. it sounds like you know education for the customers um, education for just general awareness among the industry and then also education for your your employees as well it sounds like there's a lot of things you know that that could play off of each other and complement each other which is which is really cool to see and way ahead of the game for a lot of companies out there you know it, prioritizing education because I think that that matters when it comes to retention as well. Now, you mentioned the, the, the TMSA earlier, and you're, you're a board member on, on the TMSA. What made you get involved with the association? And, and, and what sort of goals do you, do you have for the future at serving as a board member? Sure. Well, I love TMSA. I started my journey with the TMSA back in 2017 when we were creating our marketing department at GLT. So they, one of the first things I did was to look for an association that could support our new department. I like to know people in the, in the field and especially in the industry. So, so it was like perfect for us to find an association that was focused on, on marketing, 
sales and in logistics. So I started um, at that time, and I, I we have been members since then. And like a year later, uh, I got an offer from Mark Derks, a friend of mine, and now he's the CMO of Blue Grace Logistics. Um, and he invited me. I mean, at that time he was my our our coach, our coach for marketing. Um, and he invited me to participate as a board member. And I was very honored to to be um, at the, uh, as a board member to, for the TMSA. And after, and now I'm a marketing co-chair, um, marketing committee co-chair, and I'm been working since last year in this marketing committee. Um, yeah, and my plan right now is to is to help um, the association. I mean, I, I know the TMSA has going has been going through like kind of challenging times because of the the pandemic. Uh, sure. One of the one of the like the main um, like main programs for the TMSA is the is the annual conference, and it used to be in person. So, so of course that's 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 a challenge that we need to overcome. So, so I'm so I I invest a lot of time in the TMSA actually, and it's, sometimes it's very challenging for me to find the time to do uh, everything for GLT and and for the TMSA as well. But I love it because the TMSA is a is a um, an amazing association where you can find peers, competitors from uh, and learn for um, learn a lot a lot from them. So that's I what we it. have been doing. And it is actually a community where we are friends, we make friends and we and we meet very interesting people for for our business and for our personal yeah, it, lives as well. I, I think with with the the TMSA in particular, it's always nice to have, you know, collaboration over competition. And and I feel like <laughs> that that's sort of the ethos of the association is is moving forward, is is really, you know, sort of banding together and figuring out what's working well for your company. Well maybe I can, you know, implement some of that in my company and finding ideas and really sharing yeah. those ideas. Like I said, collaboration over competition. Now 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 that's final great. question, what what uh, what's left in store for for you for the rest of the year for your marketing initiatives? What should be what should folks be on the lookout for? Well, right now, um, one of our pro- top priorities is our uh, CX strategy. We are a very customer centric company. We have been that's part of our DNA, but we wanted to formalize that, and we we created our CX. Uh, department last year. So one of our top priorities right now is to implement uh, the strategy that we already have for this department. And, and because we are very strong in technology as well, but we always want to have that balance between technology and cost and good relationships with our customers. So they have that human part be- behind everything. So that's one of Love our that. top priorities because our one of our main goals is our customer retention. So that's even like above uh, lead generation. So that's one of them. And also we have a new service called LTL for Brokers that we launched uh, recently, I mean, last year. But we, we are one of our top priorities for this year is to keep growing um, that service. And it is mainly uh, a service where we offer another brokers 
we offer them to be kind of their LTL department. I'm talking about brokers that are focused on mainly on FTL and heavy hauling. So we offer them to be their LTL department behind the scenes. I mean, in front of their customers. Um, I mean, we will use their their brand, not ours. So their customers wouldn't know GLT is behind the scenes. Um, The good thing is that there is not investment for them to do. Uh, I mean, there there, there are not um, any, any investment for for them to make because uh, it is based on a profit split uh, structure. So, nice. so yeah, it is kind of a very kind of a different service. I mean, uh, it's, uh, it's kind of uh, it's almost like a white label program for, yeah, for logistics, right. which oh. is I, I think you know sort of that logistics as a service. I think for for some other companies that that they're that they're doing, which sounds awesome. It sounds like you got, you have a lot of uh, work on your plate. I don't know how you balance it all, but but you're doing it very well. All right, Lena, where can folks follow more of your work? Um, LinkedIn, I imagine, is is a good place to get started. Yeah. Yeah, of course, LinkedIn. Of course, yeah. Right now, I mean, this this year, last year, we had a, a huge growth in our company, and we had it to to kind of stop for a little bit. Uh, we grow. Uh, we, we had to hire more pe- people for our marketing team and um, for company in general. So I had to stop a little bit nice. uh, with my things on LinkedIn. But now I'm back, so yeah, I'm planning to. To keep growing my, our presence, not only my my profile, but my my team profile and our company uh, profile and everything. So yeah, that's basically one of. I mean, LinkedIn is is a very strong platform for B two B and uh, for absolutely. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I will link in the show notes of where they can follow you over on LinkedIn. Th- thank you so much, Lena, for, for coming on the show. It's awesome to see your, your, your growth within the industry and, and to see you adopting, you know, sort of newer, at, well, newer for freight uh, technologies with video marketing and, and university learning and partnering w- with different companies. So thank you again for coming on the show. And I'll link to your profile in the show notes for anybody who wants to connect with you. Thank you so much, Blythe, for the invitation. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank thank you again. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Digital Dispatch Podcast. And if you did like it, I would love if you could rate and review the show on Apple or Spotify. It'll take you like two minutes of your time, but it helps a ton for a creator like me to be able to show that review like a badge of honor. And it also helps the show get discovered by others. If you'd like to see more of my work, head on over to digitaldispatch.io. I've got some new content collections under the resources tab for folks who are freight brokers, truckers, carriers, freight agents, and also a best of collection for how to fix your website and how to fix your marketing. It's all completely free. And again, that tab is under resources over on the digitaldispatch.io website. The website also includes some links to our social media accounts along with my products and services in case any of that is of interest to you. Once again, my name is Blythe Bremleve and I thank you for sharing your attention with me today. Until next time, have a magical day.